got friends, only wanna talk business. I got expensive, cause when is expensive. I got expensive, cause when is expensive. I've been all the work. Happy New Year and welcome to Put That Coffee Down. I'm Richie Daigle. I'm filling in for Kevin Hill, who's still out on vacation. And this here is Michael Vincent, the dude who's filling, I'm filling in for Richie Daigle. Filling in for me. <laughs> so here we are. And uh, today's show, we are going to talk about value. What is it? Are you creating it? Are you extracting it? What does it mean in sales? All things value. Love it's it. one of these buzzwords, right, that, that goes around. I think it's overused, and uh, I think it would be helpful to kind of dive in and unpack it a bit. I agree. I love it. You were asking over the weekend what, what subject you wanted to go through, and you suggested this, and I'm all on it. It's a good one. It can go deep. We, we can get need hip waders by the end of this, this show. True. I don't know if 26 um, minutes will be enough. Oh, not to dive totally through it. It's not. But hopefully we can hit uh, a lot of good points and get some minds uh, thinking and some questions uh, going in people's minds. I mean, that's the intention, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the value we bring. (laughs) Before we jump into it, uh, real quick, Thai Software. Thai is the ultimate domestic 3PL solution for LTL and full truckload freight. Thai TMS gives you a centralized platform for sourcing load coverage by connecting you to load boards, rate intelligent, intelligence, and capacity tools on a single page. To learn more, visit thaisoftware.com. That's T-A-I-software.com. So moving right along, value. What is the definition? Webster says, and there's a lot of different definitions in Webster's dictionary. Um, the one that jumps out to me is utility, right? The relative worth, utility, or importance of an item, right? The good has value at the price is the example that's used in this uh, instance. What item or service or what it happens to be. So that's, that's, that's where we can start at. But, you know, when we start getting into sales... Yeah. Uh, we, can, we can start there. So, and it... And it I, I, to me, that's 100% accurate. And I don't think anybody's looking to me to go, is that right? <laughs> Should I believe that? Um, but obviously it is because, I mean, that's the definition of, of value, right? But then wh- what, does, what does worth mean to you? What, what does utility mean to you? Exactly. You, you know what I mean? I mean, some people value certain things because of the utility is different, right? Uh, depending on what I do, um, a, a class A truck is a, almost is no value to me, <laughs> right? I mean, it's no worth. There's no utility there. Therefore, its value is very low to me. Well, you right? and, and you brought it. You brought up a good question when we were chatting before the show started. Uh, value benefits ROI. What's the difference you between know, the three? When a salesperson says, "I can provide value," yeah, what does that mean? What let's un- like let's get down to the nuts and bolts of. What are you basing that statement on? What is the actual definition of that statement? And is it the same for every single sales encounter? Mm-hmm. Or is it subjective and different for each prospect you're talking to? Yeah, I mean, well, uh, no time like the present to start going into the weeds, right? I mean, so, <laughs> I mean, it is value of anything or value to different people are, uh, it varies across the board, right? And as yeah. a salesperson, um, you need to figure out what that value is for that organization, 
maybe overall, what did they value as an organization, right? But even as you're going through that, and you know this, as you're going through the, the company and certainly our, 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 our uh, uh, customer success people, understand that in, in order to further penetrate that that customer right and to and to keep that uh from becoming churn in our business SaaS business be, sure. keep a company from becoming churn they've got to find other values and they've got to understand how the different players what their value proposition or what their value needs are what the benefits would mean to them or what they're looking for as What's the utilitarian part of it? What is the worth of it, right? Mm-hmm. And find all those different things. So even within a single sale and customer, there's a myriad of different values that you have to define that as your customers, what they value, mm-hmm. and then try and link that to what you're trying to provide. Well, I think right? that you can kind of take you know, value and, and use benefits and ROI, right? So, like sure. ROI is is your direct financial, right? And what you're the financial ramifications of what you're getting out of this, uh, you know, I can't think of the word, but, but this situation, right? This yeah. interaction, yeah. The the prospect is going to come out on the on the positive, right? They sure. are going to have a greater financial benefit than what they're paying. That's a that's a must, and that is you are creating value in a financial situation if that is the case. If that's sure. not the case, you're extracting value. You are pulling more money out of them than that what they are realizing in return. And that's not a sustainable situation. That's a situation that might run for the short term. But as soon as that client or prospect figures out, man, this thing is costing us way more money than the benefit it's providing, they're going to pull back, right? So like, yeah. you, you have to understand, are you creating or extracting value on a financial situation then you have benefits. Benefits to me is is a bit more loosey goosey in that like it's there's not a financial there. This is intelligence. This is information. This is uh, and I say intelligence and information that is it's more consultative in, in in manner, right? Like let me just provide you with the, some what I know about this situation right now. Um, yeah, I see what you're saying. Is it is it more that the benefits the benefit side of it starts to lean towards those those soft financials, the soft cost uh, right. uh, reduction or or that type of thing, where it, it is more efficient, but you can't tag a number on it, right? But you can see that that benefit is there, rather than ROI, which is purely what's the bottom line. And the two are interconnected. Sure. And here's and here's sure. the situation, right? Let's say you have a broker that says. They call a shipper and they say, okay, here's the truck and here's the price. Yeah. And that shipper says, well, okay, well, that makes sense from the ROI calculation because we have to get this freight moved. There's a lot of money riding on that. That amount of money to spend on that is within reason. So we're going to go with it, right? Yeah. But then that broker says, well, here's some additional market information that you might not be aware of. You might want to heads up coming over the next week because we saw all these imports rush in or sure. you know, be careful about this situation because it could it could have implications down the road that additional insight that's a benefit that is value that is exceeding the expectation within that current arrangement and that's where you can have a lot of really good situations and trust and uh kind of solidify and dig a little bit deeper into that account and kind of set yourself up for the long run yeah and and it isn't i mean I was going to say in our industry, but our industry covers a whole lot of different things, right? Sure, yeah. <laughs> specifically in the physical service of our industry, truckload, carrying truckload, right, of, of our logistics industry. Let's just take that. Um, 
the value in creating those benefits is what you're trying to use to differentiate yourself from everybody else. Because in the end, everybody else out there has got a truck too, right? Exactly. Um, and usually the prices are pretty pretty similar, unless you're looking at specific different uh, services within that industry, you know, team service or whatever it happens to be. <clears throat> Expedited and, and that type of thing. Reefer is different than flatbed that's different than van. All van, all solo, price on the same lane is usually very similar, right? Yep. So how do you differentiate yourself? And that's what you're talking about is those benefits. Now you're coming into those soft ROIs where you don't, where I'm not going to drop your load all the time. I understand your business better. I understand your customers better. I, what the, Those partnerships, those exceeding uh, just, hey, a truck's going to show up on time. Yep. Right? That's the value, the soft value, if you will. That really becomes very, very important in our industry because our industry is highly, highly competitive. I mean, you, you fall down and somebody's got a truck. Yep. Right? So you've got to be able to establish that as a sales rep. But within your organization, do you not have to establish everybody? I was taught on the very, very beginning of my career uh, in LTL. Everybody is a sales rep. Even the frontline supervisor on a break bulk dock is a sales rep because you are handling customer's freight and you are part of exceeding their expectations, right? I think, I think you bring up some, if I'm hearing you correctly, value is dependent on a an intimate knowledge of what that customer is trying yes. to do and where they fit into sure. like what, what's meaningful to them. You have to understand what matters to your client and to mm -hmm. your prospect and, and customer. What matters is crucial because without knowing what matters, how are you going to create value? So can you even have value without discovery? And a, d no, a deep level of discovery. I don't. I don't think you can. And and the discovery. Uh, the discovery doesn't doesn't end uh, once you've uh, opened the door and you're in the meeting. It really just starts. That initial discovery is just to crack the door open and get you in. Now, how well are you at, at figuring out and discovering all those individuals that are at the table? Well, the dis in, in, right? yeah. And discovery is not like a one-time thing. It's not. No. Like, it's not like you win it. Hey, mm -mm, got no. discovery done. It's ongoing because the marketplace is ongoing. Everything is changing and shifting. It, it, it and, is, and something could impact what matters overnight. And now you the customers got goals and strategies, hopefully, and growth, right? Sure. And they're trying to disrupt or. Uh, avoid disruption. So they're changing their plans all the time. And you've got the market that's constantly changing. Look at the last two years, <laughs> obviously, right? <laughs> yeah. So after the fact, you've got to have a good team behind you as, a, as an account rep um, to continue that discovery and find out where they're going, right? You've got to be watching where that ship is sailing. Yep. yep. For a lot of companies pre-pandemic, what mattered was price, and keeping sure. costs down. That's right. Post-pandemic, what matters is I just need a truck. Or <laughs> I, I just need to figure out like this. So how do I keep my stuff from ending up at big lots after the holiday? Exactly. Right? <laughs> so what matters is always shifting. So the, the need for constant yes. discovery is crucial. Yeah, a, a, absolutely. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. I, if, if we step back for a moment and go to what you were talking about um, as far as uh, cre um, creating or extracting value, okay? Um, and we, we chatted about that, right? Um, there's, a, there's a line there that can be intentionally or, or accidentally or forcibly crossed that begs some moral questions, right? Mm -hmm. So as a sales rep, how, how do we, how do we 
recognize that, avoid that, what do we do in those, in those situations? Well, I think that's the biggest fear from people that are being sold too. Yeah. Right? Sure. You're just a sales guy. That's yeah, yeah. How to do make you dispel his... that fear that you, you, could, you could be selling them that, that this is 10 times more valuable than they thought it was going to be and be dead on accurate, right? But how do you convince them that you're right? You got to prove it. Well, I understand that, but it's hard to... It is. It is. Cause, and I think that, you know, and this just sounds to like the nuts and bolts of communication, yeah. right? Because you're thinking, and it's easy in a sales role to think that I am going to be rational and reasonable and lay out a very well thought out argument. Yeah. Right. But the thing is, if you're not addressing the emotion that's in the room first, it doesn't matter how rational or reasonable mm. you are, that argument is just going to bounce up on a wall. Yeah. Right. Because people are guarded. They have their guards up. Why am I going to trust anything that you're going to say? You're mm-hmm. in sales. You're trying to extract money out of me. And how, you know, like, that emotion in a sales is really difficult to address and overcome. And you have to build some trust that can get you through that. Again, finding those keys to that, what you just said, and I agree with you 100%. Discovery. Discovery. You can't just yes. know how to spell the name that's on the, on the door. <laughs> right? <laughs> you've you've got to do some discovery and you've, you've got to prove that uh, sincere uh, problem solving or sincere uh, consultative nature, Right. Up, mm-hmm. up front. So how do you deal with the opposite where you're trying to calm somebody down? It's just like, oh, take my money. We got to buy this. Well, you got to be thinking. <laughs> and you're thinking, well, wait a minute. Okay. I can knock this one out of the park, but in a year, they ain't going to like me very much. Yeah. You got to be thinking long-term. Like, yeah. and, and this is something I learned in baseball, right? Because yeah. you have, uh, you know, you, you, you get all these people that sign big signing bonuses, mm-hmm. $5 million. Yeah. One-time check. Now you're yeah. going to go back to making $1,200 a month like the rest of those minor league people for your salary. Yeah. Until you get to the big leagues, and then you get paid big league minimum, right? Gotcha. So yeah. the, 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 the thing that happens is you have people that sign these big bonuses, and they're like, I've made it. I'm a millionaire now. I got $5 million in the bank. It was like, yeah, well, you're 20 years old. How long is $5 million going to get you for your life, right? The goal... The, the gold in professional baseball is at the end of the rainbow when you make it to the big leagues. Mm. And so same as for sales. Sometimes Getting the, annu- get the annuity, not the one-time payout, right? Right, <laughs> yeah. right. Get a Bobby Bonilla contract. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to bring up. That's exactly where I was going. I love that you did it because he killed it with that yeah, contract. That's, that's, Absolutely destroyed it. Now that's gold at the end of the rainbow. Well, the same yeah. thing in sales, right? Because the, the, the temptation, right, like that situation you brought up, oh, this guy's just wanting to throw money at me initially, right? Yeah. Well, I can take that immediately, and I can get paid well, handsomely, today, just like that signing bonus. It's a one-time check. It's a one-time hit. What's the long-term implications there? How yeah. much money could you make off of this individual if you were straight up honest with them? He made less in the short term, but you built a strong relationship, and they're a client for 10, 15 years. Yeah. Do that math first. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, lower the churn first. Because it's, it's, it's much more, exp- I mean, yeah, you got to do that math first. You, you absolutely have to do that math first because getting a new customer, replacing a customer is, is incredibly expensive. It's the same math, uh, maybe even worse than, than, you know, retaining an employee rather than going to get and hiring a new one. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Keeping a customer is way cheaper than finding a new one. Exactly. Way yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, and building up that relationship. 
Absolutely. Wait, quick break here. Uh, yeah, you know, jump right back in and plug sure. our, our, our friends over at Thai TMS. Thai TMS saves 3PLs and brokers an average of two hours a day per rep with a smooth workflow designed to help speed up your process, scale the growth of your business with automated spot quoting and a centralized integrated integration platform. Thai TMS customers see an average increase in shipment volume of 30%. Visit Thai-Software.com today, schedule a demo, get a free month with Thai TMS. We could break that down. (laughs) (laughs) They hit every point that we're talking about right there, right? They they pretty much did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's spot on. Yeah, it is spot on. And I think, you know, something else that we were talking about, you know, is expectations. Sure. Right. And and how does value play into expectations? you have to set correct, realistic expectations, and then you need to be able to exceed those. You don't necessarily need to blow them out of the water, but you need to, you know, when you are able to yeah. go above and beyond and someone goes, oh man, we got this too, right? Yeah, that's, that's pretty, yeah, that's the, true. The margin above the expectations oftentimes includes value. Sure, and oftentimes just meeting the expectations exceeds the expectations. That's <laughs> <laughs> fair. You know, I mean, you, know, you know what I'm saying, right? <laughs> um, but but yeah, and that's and it, but that boils down to also um, communications, right? Your communication after the fact yep. or during the trial is incredibly important. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, I mean, I may sound like a broken record. Maybe people are picking up on this, but it's team, right? You as a sales person or myself as a salesperson, as an account manager has to rely on a very, very good team with us or behind us to ensure that, that those expectations are, are met and that we're also not overselling what we can provide, right? Because sometimes that happens. Uh, and that's, that's what the issue is. When you, if you had sold at the realistic expectations, you'd have been fine. Yep. Right. Um, but also communicating the fact that those expectations were met or were exceeded because sometimes a customer doesn't know. And you've got to have a good team that allows them to see that result. Right. Because you, you, everybody in business has been fired uh, from someone who perceived that they weren't meeting or exceeding expectations, even though they were. I think that's a great point. And you, you hit the nail on the head when you say sometimes people don't know. Yeah. Right. And I think that a theme here uh, with with value as well as fears is verbalize them as well as expectations. Yeah. Get it out there. If you feel like there is a somebody is thinking that you're going to be extracting value, verbalize that and bring it up. I feel like you might think I'm trying to rip you off here. Let me show you how I'm actually going to make you the big winner here. Yeah. Bring that fear out into the surface yeah. and get it out in the open. Shoot the elephant. Exactly. You have to bring it, you have to address the elephant in the room every time. If you try to avoid it, problems. And I think the same thing with expectations. Don't assume that the expectations are understood, right? Yeah. Verbalize it. Define them. Define them. Bring them up. Here is the roadmap. Here is what we are going to do. Are you expecting anything else, right? Get them their feedback on, is your understanding of expectations consistent with theirs? You know, yeah, no, and that's a good point, though. The the the, expecta- the definition of the expectations consistent among each other because sometimes they're they're not even sure what their expectations are, right? I mean, especially in the times that we're in right now, 
uh, with with the you know the 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 just rapid speed up of of technological advances and adaptation in our industry there are people who are grabbing stuff just because it's new technology yep. and they're and they're they're they've got this set of expectations that maybe not real um or they don't, or they just don't understand what their expectations should be mm-hmm. so sometimes it's just hey technology we 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 we're still got fax machines and stuff like that richie come on in here and tell me what's going on You've got to make sure that they have thought of all the things that they should expect, right? They may not know what to expect. You don't know what you don't know, right? That type of situation to create that value. It makes me think of a, a scene from the movie Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? And, and there's a guy running. You look like you were in that movie. He was running for, you know, there's, there's the, the incumbent, right? Yeah. Who's running for the new, I think it's mayor or something. And his, his son is saying, Man, everybody's, you know, or the campaign manager says, well, everyone wants some of that reform. And the son says, well, we need to go get us some of that reform. And he's like, you can't get reform when you're the incumbent, right? <laughs> it's, like, it's like this, there's this, like, hey, we need some of that technology. Everybody else is getting some of this yeah, technology. So there's like not an understanding of what the technology is and what it's going to do and its yes. purpose and all these sorts of things. And it, it's a funny moment. Um, if you've seen the movie, Hopefully you're you're laughing along. If you haven't, it's a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> I will um, tell you that when we uh, bid a when we started bid a back when it was still blockchain and trucking and not blockchain and transportation, when very bid was on the door of our old building, and I kid you not, outside I think Dan Pickett, a few other people from Freight Waves we, we, we were there, and someone walked by and said, "Is this where the blockchain really is? Is this where it's located?" <laughs> Yeah, right here. And of course, uh, we said yes. <laughs> yes, it is. We exceeded their expectations. <laughs> That's excellent. You know, I think that, you know, value, um, you know, there's an ROI and there's a financial component that has to be sure. real. Yes. There's a benefit component that is unexpected, exceeding expectations, mm-hmm. providing some, in, some intelligence and some insights. Agreed. Um, but all of this has to be communicated effectively, efficiently, properly, clearly, thoroughly. Communication is key in in allowing for value to be realized and and, and creating an environment where value can meet its potential. Absolutely. Uh, uh, And very well said. And nearly impossible to complete that task. <laughs> when you try, I mean, you know, you set out trying. It's not as easy. You know, my point is, it's not as easy as as that sounds. Clearly, communicating all those things is incredibly difficult because we're all humans, right? And yep. and the way I present value to people and on and with the exact same product and or service is different than the way you do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my understanding, my perception of what people say and what I think that their their uh, issues are going to be or the benefits that I should provide to them to solve some issues that they have uh, is going to be different than yours. And it should be because if everyone was like me, it's a terrifying place. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to bring that up, but I didn't want to go there. But... It, the, and, and it, but it's a good thing that it is too, because then you have that breeds innovation, right? Because uh, you got to have innovations and different eyes looking at different things, create different stuff, right? Uh, two people in a room agree; one of them is superfluous. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to have different eyes. And again, it leads me back to team. Yeah, selling is not an individual thing. Yeah, yeah, it just it, isn't. And, and if you don't know the answer, go find where you don't need to know the answers. You need to know where the answers live. You yeah. need to have a team that that gives you a good repository of a lot of answers that you can provide. Sure. A lot of, a lot of value that you can provide. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, 
So that's one of the great things about being here is we have this big team of, of experts and people behind us all. Right? Well, well, we, well, we do. We do. And I, I was going to bring up the fact that we do and many others do, right? A team is very, very important. It's very, very important to an organization and a sales organization, uh, a sales-based company, uh, to, to, to have that supportive team. Because, you know, are you a hunter or are you a hugger, right? You ever hear those terms, right? And it, the answer is, needs to be yeah. We are, right? <laughs> exactly. Yep. It's just like when you started in, in transportation. Do you want, um, you know, you want it to be on time or do you want productivity? Uh, yes. Or do you want safety? <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Low costs, <laughs> fast, and safely. Exactly. Yes. It's not a, so hunter or, 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 or hugger. Yeah. The organization has to be both. And there, you can't do that without team. Uh, 100% agree. And every, you know, having people understand those roles and being able to know what they can provide yeah. in those situations, that it, there's value there, right? Yeah, there's absolutely. That, there's that value benefit. And those benefits, the, the culmination of those soft benefits is oftentimes enhancing that financial ROI, even if it can't be pinpointed, right? right? And I think that can be, that can be understood when there is trust, and when you're on the same wavelength, um, but you have to do a lot of discovery, you have to do a lot of work to build the environment for that to, to be able to happen. And continue through the sales process and have the team behind you to go beyond it to keep discovering and communicating. Great stuff. I love it. That's, that's it. Well, that does us today uh, at Put That Coffee Down. Kevin, hope you're doing well and wish you all the greatest in 2022.